You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. What's up, Clapback Culture? Welcome back to another Thursday episode of Listen, one of your favorite shows on Thursday night, Clap Black Culture. Happy to be here. Happy to be back. Um, you know, we've been on hiatus because there was Thanksgiving and all these other things kind of in between. But I am so glad to be back. Um, uh-oh. Okay, you can still hear me. Good, good, good. All right. Well, glad to be back. And of course, I could not do this show without Big Rotto. Let me go ahead and bring him on in. What's up, great people? How y'all doing, y'all? What's, What's up? On? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You follow. Uh, listen, if you haven't already, go ahead and share the stream. Let somebody know what we're talking about today. There is quite a bit on the menu, um, and you don't want to miss it, okay? We're going to definitely dive deep. The headline's been headlining um, the last two weeks. One where we took a break and we saw that, um, well, I'm not going to jump all the way into it, but listen, you guys, we're going to get into Diddy. We're going to get into T.I. getting into an argument with his son, King. We got things on the menu, but. Surviving Diddy. <laughs> you said, but what? Surviving Diddy. Surviving Diddy. That's going to be the clap back tonight. So stay tuned as you're watching that. Um, and again, share the stream, you guys. Let me go ahead and pull up our first topic, though. Our first topic is going to be about Deja Taylor. Um, if you guys don't remember her, quick reminder, she is the mother of uh, the six-year-old little boy that was going to school in Newport News, Virginia, who went to school with her gun and shot his teacher. Uh, he shot his teacher in the abdomen and once through the hand. Uh, she did survive her injuries, but she does have a lawsuit out um, against the school, the school board, the board of directors, chow, everybody and a mama um, for, I believe, a $40 million lawsuit. The, now, let's get back to the mom. So the mom is Deja. Um, and Deja is has now been sentenced by a judge to 21 months for being in uh, in being in possession and using marijuana um, while she owned a firearm. And I guess she lied about this on her application. So I'm going to pull that video up for you real quick as soon as I can find it. Here we go. Oh, I don't see it. Well, I don't see it. Okay, well, guess what? We don't need the video, but she was sentenced to 21 months. Um, and listen, I'm, I'm here for it because listen, if, if you ask me, if you, this six-year-old boy, like she's clearly negligent. Um, clearly. Negligent as hell. You, she was keeping the weapon in her purse, just with like um, some type of like lock. I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about guns, but there was some kind of lock just on the the gun itself. But clearly he knew how to unlock it. He took it to school and he he shot his teacher. You know, um, back, you know, back in the day, you know, parents used to really get in trouble for when they kids did things. Today is a whole different day with all these new laws and things like that. But back in the day when I was younger, 
if you did something, your parent was charged with the crime that you did. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it it was a, an incentive for for parents to really like parent their children in a real way, you know, because if your kid was out here killing and shooting and robbing, then you was going to share those charges. You know, people always talk about like marijuana not being a big deal and this this should be legalized and, and okay. things like that. Yeah. This was just one of those situations, in my opinion, where it was like she they had to find some some law to stick to her in order mm -hmm. to charge her and, and show that she did have some responsibility to the incident. Mm -hmm. She has been very, very, very. um uh remorseful she's been very receptive she did talk about her son having um some underlying mental health conditions she did mention that he was had adhd um mm. and that he's just kind of in her words all over the place i don't know how adhd correlates with bringing a gun to school shooting the teacher and saying i shot that b oh well neither do i when <laughs> Um, but I am happy to see that a judge did sentence her um, this week to 21 months um, for so using mom, her. So the mom was sentenced to 21 months for the crime of the six-year-old shooting a teacher. Well, technically, she was sentenced to 21 months in prison for using marijuana while owning a firearm, which is illegal under U.S. law. So they found... They basically just found the way to nail her ass to the cross. Correct. Does. Okay, I get it. I correct. Correct. The system is a wild system. <laughs> you know, this is a this is a huge case. I mean, what do we we you know we we both had spent some time in Hampton Roads, so we know Newport News is yeah. bad news, bad, uh, bad news, Virginia. And you know, out there. the the defendant in this case case, which is uh, Abby Zuwinner, uh, who is the teacher, she's suing the school system for $40 million, like I mentioned. Uh, she spent nearly two weeks in the hospital. She had four surgeries after the after the um, the shooting. I mean, she that's a, that's a good hit. It's a good hit. But she's but she's basically saying in a separate lawsuit that the school was negligent because three they had made aware that the child may have had a gun three different times before she actually was shot. So oh, if I'm her, I would so, have been too. So that six year old been packing just in case. No, this was all on the same day. So it wasn't like he went to school and, and then he just whipped out the gun and shot his teacher. Like there there had been some conversation that he might have a weapon. Um, okay. But I think probably due to his age, no one really took the allegation seriously. Yeah. They didn't check it in. So uh, the you know, the the principal had resigned. The former superintendent ended up resigning. Um, you know, kind of all after this. So this has been a big deal. And a judge said she's going to go ahead and allow um, her to pursue her case to um, go after this $40 million. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Well, she's going to get paid. It's time to get paid. You know? Listen, it's time for her to get paid. I agree. I, I don't know if $40 million is, is a true loss amount, but I mean, you get shot in, in commission of doing the the hardest and most important thing that could be taught in this world as being a teacher. I think um, I think this I think the school board is gonna have to yeah. shell up some cash. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I do too. And you know, we we have to we have to be more. 
how can I say it? We, 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 we have to protect our teachers in a different way. We have to be more alert of these young people um, bringing these, you know, weapons and, you know, just, just being more cognitive to the situations, man. I mean, a lot of things just happen in the schools right now, right? And I, I'm not sure if they have metal detectors in elementary schools. I know they do here in Washington, D.C., um, Newport News, um, you know, it's, it's, it has crime there, but not as much as we have here in Washington, D.C. But um, I feel bad for this person. But, you know, needless to say, I mean, if I can be if I can get in her shoes, I would, you know, <laughs> I'll take a little shot for 40 million. I'll take yeah. a little shot for 40 million. Come on. Um, listen, there is, I don't know if you saw this video, but there is a shocking video that hit, um, the internet. I think last week there was a Miami rapper caught on video shooting and killing her manager before mm. getting struck by a vehicle. So you, I don't know if you saw this, but she is now that it was self-defense. Well, hold on. I, that That is what the point I want to get to, but let's, let's, let's warm up our audience and let them know what happened. So I have the video. I'm going to show you guys a video. And basically it's showing Kavani Hicks, um, whose stage name is Kivani. Um, but Kavani is um, she's being Bless. charged with second degree murder in connection with the October shooting. We're just now seeing the surveillance footage. She is in a physical altercation with two men, one being her manager. Um, let's take a look at the video. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. And let's remember, this is in the state of Florida. Yeah. Surveillance video obtained by NBC6 shows the moment a rapper allegedly shoots and kills her manager in front of the Windwood Walls back on October. Footage shows rapper known as Kivani, whose real name is Kavani Hicks, get out of the white Lexus parked on Northwest 2nd Avenue. The driver gets out of the car and he and the woman are seen arguing. The dispute gets physical and they start hitting each other. A second man gets out of the Lexus and also starts to attack Hicks. Then both men are seen on top of Hicks in the struggle. Video shows one man slamming Hicks to the ground. Moments later, all three get up and Hicks is seen walking in the opposite direction. Hicks then reaches into her purse, walks back towards the two men and starts shooting as the men run. Her manager is hit and collapses on the street. The other man gets into the Lexus and drives off, slamming the car into Hicks. The Lexus reverses before driving off. Hicks gets up and runs away. The victim died at the hospital. Hicks claims it was all self-defense and that her life was in danger. In November, a judge granted her house arrest with a $50,000 bond. All right. She and it looking rough. <laughs> okay, so what, what's your take on this? I know you said you don't feel like this is self-defense. Tell us. So I am sensitive to the fact of, or the narrative that she was struck by two men and that she was jumped by two men. However, um, had she would have shot them in the act, that's one thing. But she was assaulted, walked away. Right. The walking away part is when it gets premeditated because mm -hmm. she thought about what she was going to do. She walked away. It's no different than a police shooting a black man in the back on uh, arm. Right. She had a chance to get away. No one was chasing her. No one was threatening her after the altercation. She went into her bag, thought about it, turned around, shot him 
and not just shot him, but what did she do, uh, Jules? Finish him. You know what I'm saying? So she, you know, in in D.C., we call walking him down. She walked him down. Yeah. She went, went in her purse, shot him. When she failed, she finished the job. So he wasn't dead when she first initially shot him, allegedly. But she made sure he was dead. So, um... Obviously, I don't know if this is a passion of crime. I don't know what's going on, but usually when it gets this physical, um, obviously there's some passion involved there. Yeah. But she gunned him down. She gunned him down. And um obviously um the her lawyer is gonna be able to fight and say that she was um assaulted and all these different things, but needless to say, she she walked him down. It's this is an incredible case. And because it's in the state of Florida, I'm convinced that she could easily walk away from this walking away. You could do anything in Florida. Florida is not a part (laughs) of the Constitution. I promise. Florida and Texas is exempt from any laws put forth by the Constitution. I'll leave it there. there. There's it's. She has a great case. And also she has a great case with that caveat of she she started walking away and the men started walking away. Mm-hmm. The lawyer is going to play very deeply into the fact that she is a young woman who was attacked by two men. Um, and with that being said, that is going to really, really, really high. Her lawyer is going to really, really highlight that to the jury. And in fact, I think the lawyer should, right? That would be my stance. That would be my argument. I looked at some of the comments on social media under, you know, this video and people honestly think that she was being completely negligent and reckless. The thing is, is when you are in a physical altercation, if she had a shot the gun as the fight was going on, she would have been good. But because she there was that brief moment where she walked away and then shot him and then chased him with the gun. Um, I think she is going to face some charges for that because now it doesn't seem like essentially self-defense. However, what she is alleging, and here's the thing, what she's alleging is, is the victim in this incident, her manager, said that he was going to kill her. And so they may use a dead man's words against her or against him. But, you know, uh, again, this is Florida. You just never know what can happen here. And there is no, we don't have a statement from the sec- the, the third party in this case, which is the second guy. She walked him down. She did her thing and she walked him down. That's what we call it. Um, you know, for me, like you said, key word is if she disarmed her firearm while the attack was happening, that's one thing. But she walked away thought about it, got her thoughts together and came down. Now it's also called overkill, right? Mm-hmm. Because she shot him. He was disarmed, but she finished them all. She, she wanted it to be her word against a dead man's word. So yeah. um, I don't condone any domestic violence or any man beating on a woman, but I also don't condone you, um, you know, smashing somebody while they down. She, she, in, in the great words of Mortal Kombat, she finished him. <laughs> she definitely finished yeah, him. Um, finished him. Uh, listen, there's going to be bystander witness testimony that comes into this. There's going to be, um, you know, this, this second guy that plays into this. I am very, he got there, but he the one who actually hit her with the car. He well, he, he he's free and exempt for me because she was shooting at him and he yeah. used his vehicle to get up out of there. 
um, left his man, but, you know, I guess essentially saved his own life because she was going to shoot and kill both of them. Um, So I I think he'll get, I think there he'll, he will face no charges for hitting her with the vehicle. Um, And I think that, um, no, he, he's not because he didn't, he didn't mean to hit her. He was fleeing the scene. No, he absolutely meant to hit her. Are you kidding you me? So? You think so? Absolutely. If someone's <laughs> shooting at you and you're... Do we need to play the tape again? He clearly... You're definitely, because here's the thing. Why are you not trying to hit her? Yeah, yeah. You have to You have to disarm her. So he's getting in the car. He's, he's speeding off, but he's trying to disarm her so she doesn't yeah. keep shooting at the car. So yeah, listen... He's a uh, he's all well and good with me in that. And so we're going to see there's a full video on this. Uh, this is just a clip of what we saw. It, 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 I don't know. We got to see what's you going know. on. You know, you know, she, listen, one thing I can tell you, she's not going to jail for life. No, she's not. That, okay. She's not going to jail for life. Just, just, just them saying, just them giving her the second degree already let you know that like, she's 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 chilling. You yeah. know, just giving her the second degree is just one of those things where they're not going to go too crazy on her. And I get it. I mean, it's like, you know, the damsel in distress, you know, but mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's a story that we don't know. Yeah. You know, a woman don't just kill you for putting putting your hands on her. She killed her. Yeah. yeah. What you're saying is, is there some backstory to this that yes. we don't know about? Yes. He assaulted her before. He know a secret. He knows who where her dead bodies is. It's something there that made her say, "You know what? Yeah. You're gonna die. Well, you know, one thing about it is, is I'm this sure might not be her first body too, because the way she did it, she looked like she hurt. Yeah, her first one. <laughs> well, let's let's go ahead and move on, you guys. I see we have a couple people tapped into the stream. Make sure you guys pull up in the comments. Let us know what you think about these stories. We want to have a conversation with you. We want a little bit of back and forth. No um, question. Um, in, in in Trump news, just real quick, I want to go ahead and bring this to you guys. A New York appeals court reinstated the gag order against Donald Trump in that civil fraud trial that he's up against. And the only reason I mention this is because I just think it's super hilarious that Donald Trump had to get a second gag order in this trial because what he basically did is that he was talking so much trash about the court clerk that she was getting death threats. So she was getting dozens and dozens of phone calls. I mean, he was ripping her apart. Um, The court clerk saying how she was biased, this, that, and the third, and all of these other things. Her personal emails were leaked. Her social media was linked. leaked. So, I mean, his whole fan base is just like going smack at her. The beehive beehive ain't got nothing on Trump supporters. supporters Oh, no. Absolutely not. They're out of control. Absolutely not. And so... To make matters worse, though, Donald Trump is like he's super pissed about this, right? Because he feels like after he leaves court, he should be able to talk about the proceedings. But the the judge is saying absolutely not. Everything that happens in the courtroom must stay in this courtroom. We're not going to discuss this in the public, and we are going to, you know, have have some decorum here, right? And so control. He he feels very limited. Like he feels like this is just like an injustice. 
Um, he, you know, he feels that this is just totally disgraceful, that it's not fair. Um, but this is a $250 million lawsuit that was brought against him against New York's uh, attorney general's office. And they're alleging that Trump and his co-defendants committed repeated fraud by inflating assets on financial statements and getting on better terms with commercial real estate loans and in, in you know, other insurance policies. His daughter had to come and testify about the financial statements, even though she basically came to say, like, I don't know anything about this. I don't know anything about my dad's business, blah, blah, blah. But Trump basically is, you know, has urged the appeals court to continue to block this gag order. Like he wants his attorney to say, we don't want no gag order and saying that the threats to, to the judge and the law clerk don't justify limiting the former president's constitutional rights to defend himself. So he thinks that he needs to defend himself outside of court. So even though there's death threats against the judge and the court clerk, he thinks that this is just outrageous that they're limiting his voice outside of the courtroom. Yeah, because because Trump is entitled. You know what I'm saying? He's rich. He's entitled, and and I mean, it's him. You know, nobody does it like Trump. Never yeah. will, never have, and never will. Trump is out of control. He's always out of control, man. But I hate to say it, I love how authentic he is. Um, yeah. I don't agree yeah. with everything Trump has done, but he is. He has an authenticity about him. Um, and I well. Let me not give him that credit and say authenticity. He has a rawness about him. You know, mm -hmm. he had he has a way of just coming out being unpolished. Uh, we all know that he is no one. He, he has never been poli polished enough to be in the presidency seat. Um, I'm sure he has the education, but he comes off as one of those, you know, what is the Ivy League education. Trump, Trump is, a, uh, is a mastermind. It, it, it is, but the how raw he comes across, how he talks, how he does things, it just oh, it's, there, it's, there's it's, just no poof. There's no yeah, And I mean, you know, I, we can't really say it on the show, but you know, he he is the leader of grabbing women by the, you know, so, <laughs> so you have that. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm actually surprised that he didn't wrapped up into that New York he's, law. He's too. getting reelected. He's getting reelected. Oh, you think so? Absolutely. Joe I, Biden. I, I don't think opens. so. I am 2000% sure. Joe I Biden. Is you got to think about this, though. Here's why I say he won't win. Well, here's why I say he probably will not take the, the Republican nomination. Okay. He has not been at the last two most critical debates. He's also actively fighting more than one court case right now out of New York. What? I don't see a I don't what? see a Repub I don't see a I don't see the Republican Party find someone who's actively none of that matters. You know what the Republican Party cares about? They care about money. They don't care about any of anything. They don't care about any of that. It does not matter. Out, <laughs> former President Trump would show up at the upteeth hour, like it, nothing happened. Absolutely, he's going to he, he's <laughs> he, he's going to um he's going to be reelected, and he's going to put his name in that ballot. Absolutely, he's definitely going to put his name on the ballot. And here's the thing: yes. Joe he Biden has done such a piss poor job, and just. And just in reassuring the country of anything, <laughs> this poor job of just 
Oh, excuse me. Being the president, I can't really tell you too many things Joe Biden has done. One of the things that I was looking forward to Biden doing was making sure that he did this loan forgiveness. And there has been that has been so shaky. It's like, yes, we're going to do it. Well, hey, these are the things put in place. Hey, I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Hey, it's frozen. Hey, it's, <laughs> hey, it's like, come on, man. What are you talking about? I think I saw maybe one person on the Internet saying that their their student loan got forgiven. I don't know how true that is. I'm going to have to look into it because my student loan hasn't been forgiven. I'm sure I they did it a different way. I'm sure they did it a different channel. I think. I think I think there is no comparison right now between President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump because they are just two totally different things. And I think the race is totally different. Now, here's the thing. If Trump could could secure or does secure the Republican nomination, which I'm saying, I don't think he will. I think I think Governor DeSantis has a huge chance to sweep this. And people love DeSantis. Like, they love him. They no love him. No one is. Must they love Trump. They, people go Trump crazy. But I He's think that, But here's the thing. I think the Republican Party has, has... The Republican Party is not full of Trumpsters anymore. Like, they have pretty much ousted out, except for, like, the Marjorie Taylors of the world. But the United States is, and, and that's all that matters. Those it, but what matters is the money, right? Like the Republican Party has to say, OK, we want this guy and the money is going to back that up. Now, that's what, what Trump about. He's about that dough cheese. I guess what he <laughs> well, we'll see, because if he lose, I mean, I don't know. I could be totally wrong. What do you guys think in the comments? Who? Do you think the Republican nominee is going to go to? Do you think Trump and Trump they have going to bring this crazy do you man? Think, you know, Ron DeSantis is going to kind of pull. I don't know. You know, quite honestly, I think. Um, but here's what I do think about the presidential election. Since we're on it, I think we are going to see a high number of folks not vote, period. Um, I think we are going to see a lot of people feel like. They're not interested in um, even participating in this election whatsoever. And so with that being said, I think I think I think there's going to be so many people who just don't vote because they're not going to like either person who is going to be the the, the leading um, the leading candidate. That's what I think. I think people are going to vote and I think their vote is going to go to Trump like it always have and always <laughs> will. It's one of the things Well, you know, especially especially blacks, when people when blacks think about Trump, they just think about the um, uh, what was that called? The stimulus check. Oh, <laughs> he, he is going to get credit for that stimulus check until we're black and blue. It's over. And the in the in the most ignorant thing is, is we would have got a stimmy no matter what president it was. Exactly. And if, now here's of, the thing. Would have been a big it probably would have been a well, hold on. Was Donald Trump president when we got the STEMI? Oh, yeah, he, he was. was. We got he the was the president the during the pandemic. Absolutely. He threw them yeah, out. That was a wild time. That was a wild time. Yes, and he yes. kept saying that COVID wasn't real. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, you can he also, he, he also told people to put bleach. Bleach in their veins. Oh, people to put bleach in their veins. And people did it. Thank God. Oh, how quickly we forget. He has so many terrible sound bites. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, Rado. We will see. We will see. Trump is out of control, Lucy. He's out of control. 
Well, let's move on. Let me give you a quick feel-good story. I did bring this up once before, but Bronny is coming back, y'all. Let's go! Bronny is returning back to basketball just four months after that cardiac arrest scare. This is the thing. I can't believe it's been only four months. I swear that was like... yeah. I felt like that was like a year ago, but um, he's been given the green light to resume his athletic career. Medical officials have cleared him. Um, The U.S. He's a USC freshman. He's ready to get back on the court. Um, Reps for the James family shared the great news this Thursday saying that their 19 year old son um, will have a full and final evaluation with USC staffers in the coming days before joining his teammates at practice next week. This is going to go stare crazy. Yeah. So USC did recruit some good players, but Bronny is so popular due to his dad. When mm-hmm. he's on the floor, oh my good. It's gonna be like Coach Prime when he first, yeah. you know, the first the first um day of his whole Colorado season. I'm telling yeah. you, people want to see Bronny. Bronny is definitely someone who is worthy of the position, worthy of the worthy of all of the the, the madness that's gonna happen. Brownie, we here, we support you, man. This young man has been playing basketball his entire life. He is the predecessor of his dad, and we just been wanting to see Brownie. So if anybody knows, the story is LeBron don't want to retire because his dream is to play his first year with his son. He wants to be able to mentor his son, mold his son his first year, and basically, you know, show him the do's and don'ts on how to survive in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, he has said that. He has made it public that whoever drafts his son, that is the team that he's going to go to. Um, doesn't matter if it's Sacramento, Denver, whatever, he's going there. I so, love that. Absolutely, man. It's, it's, it's one of those great things. And, you know, Brownie has a passion and desire. We already know that he is a multimillionaire due to his dad. But um, he wants to play. Needless to say, he such great kids, too. Yeah, like, such great kids. And Savannah is so great. So he suffered this crazy heart attack. He suffered this crazy heart attack out of the blue. And then he was diagnosed with this whole, like, abnormal kind of situation that was going on. And, and yeah. Yeah. He, he ended up, you know, as a result, um, yeah. Going through this the is such a, one of those of those cases where it's like it's, a, it's such a freak incident, yeah. and then come back to come back from it, and then let's yeah. say he comes back and he it's just like it's like it's almost like it never happened, right? Yeah. Like, you know, crazy. It, it that's what we pray for, right? That he's gonna because there's no way he hasn't been home with his dad, like saying like, no, actually, I feel great. Like let's test out. And of course, I think maybe a part of him is feeling like you know, do I need to keep some in the tank? Uh, you know, I think that's just somebody's natural reaction. But let us know what you guys think about in the comments. I think this is going to be one of those really, really great stories that comes with him and carries him into um, his celebrity, carries him into his career. Uh, this is this is amazing. So let's take a quick break. But when we come back, oh, my God, I cannot wait to get into this teach out. I want to talk about T.I. getting into it with his son, King. Yes, not that little boy. yes let's look. The break is quick. 30 second break. We coming right on back. Stay in your seat. See y'all soon. Let's get it. <laughs> Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. 
Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media. All right, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back. I told you it was going to be a quick one. Uh, listen, if you haven't already shared that stream, let somebody know what we're talking about because I cannot wait to get into this. Let's get into it. And um, his son, T.I. and Tiny's son, um, King Harris, he is uh, this, one of the youngest in the clan. Um, he is the son to both Tiny and T.I., and um, he gets into a, a little altercation on Instagram Live with uh, his dad, you know, kind of following some conversation. Uh, let's just take a look and we'll come back and talk about it. Just, just, let's just, let's watch. You ever woke up with a roach on your face? Here. No, that's not the go. All right, then. <laughs> and his son King. All of this then popped off after King then sat up there and said he ain't have a silver spoon in his mouth. He grew up in a non-gated community. Well, Mr. Tip Harris, well, let's just say King's parents, had a totally different thing to say. They was asking him had he ever woke up with roaches in his ear, all this. And of course, we know that the answer to that question is no. Well, you can't do nothing with me. I love that. Now, I just wish T.I. would have crushed them. Well, here, here's what I think is so funny about the incident, because there was a release of an interview with um, Complex that came out called uh -oh. like an interview called The Goat. And it was him and King having this like really, really great and funny interview. And I really love uh, the relationship between the two of them. But in the interview, he says to King, he's like, you just want to be from the hood so bad. So bad. So I, listen, I'm going to let you take the the your father of, of boys. I'm going to let you go ahead and take the lead on this. So, what are we talking about? So it, this hit me a different way, right? Because we have seen this, you know, being broke, being poor, being from the hood has become popular. And I get it. I understand that because it's great for those that's that's in the struggle. They, they're able to cope with those things. But guys, being outside, having to be outside, being in that struggle, it's not cool. This young man has been privileged, is 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 living off the back of his father. Mm -hmm. However, he just continue, 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 continue to to just you know create this crazy atmosphere that's not real. Lord mm -hmm. man, you're not a thug. You're not hard. You're not who you're trying to be, man. That's who your father was. Your father really went through all those things. Your father really hustled. Your father really played with them things. Your father really came up in the environment and worked hard so you guys don't have to. And it's just, 
it's a smack in T.I.'s face because T.I. Is, is telling him, like, please, 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 you don't have to go through this. Stop tripping. Mm-hmm. But these people just continue to keep tripping. This guy wants to be from the hood so bad. He wants to, he want to be poor so bad. And, yeah. and, and you can see, like, any real guy can really see how soft this guy is. He has these peppermint lips, these peppermint cheeks. He's the perfect Christmas kid. And he just continues to, to to just, you know, put on this thing. And I feel bad for him because he'll be one of the ones that's locked up, mm-hmm. crying, screaming um, to get out. And somebody going to do something to that little boy. Like, it, you know, it, I, I, I totally agree with you in that it's, it's a very difficult to watch one of your children uh king by the way you guys is 19 so he's so young and oh, one thing is, 19? yes he's a kid he's so oh. young like oh. and he's he's so young like he he just has not found his way and i think he is completely lost in lifestyle the lifestyle that his parents both afforded him yeah. um, and he's he's lost in that and also um idolizing what he thinks is is cool and gangsta in the interview you actually i actually learned a lot more about him he's really really entrenched in atlanta culture he loves young thug like free thugger all day long um he loves waka like he loves all the really big um atlanta superstars um future he mentions them a lot and I just think he's idolizing. And in this look, I'm telling you, this is a lot of young people nowadays, younger than us. Idolizing the wrong things. Idolizing the wrong things. And it's so unfortunate because his dad is somebody who completely turned his life around and afforded his children a life that they don't ever have to sacrifice. And so T.I. even says to him in an interview, not the clip I showed you, you guys, just to I keep know, you guys. I, I, see, I seen the sit down when they were in the two high chairs. And in that interview, he says to him, he's like, you, he was like, let you tell it. He was like, you were an orphan. Like you didn't want to live in the house with us. You didn't, you didn't, wasn't in the family. You was yes. always at your house. Stop what you're doing. A long weekend. He's man, you heard T.I. T.I. said, boy, you would hold your breath until you passed out and let unless we let you go to your grandma's house. Yeah. yeah. Bye. You got to go. You know how many kids we got up in here? It's 10 yeah. of y'all. You yeah. got to go. You want to go to grandma's that bad? Let him go. So it sounded like he was a spoiled little brat. Definitely a spoiled little brat. And, you know, he, he was up under his grandmother and he's a grandma's baby. OK, cool. But guess what? Your grandmother didn't live in the hood. You, you think you think time it, and I don't know if you went to Ti. Uh, no, the grandma, the grandma did live in the hood, Luce. The grandma did live in the hood. Who? Ti's Ti's mom. It was Ti's mom. Nah, she didn't live in no hood. He probably went to his grandma. She didn't live in no. Hood. I think I think it says she lived in Bankhead. So it was. I mean, you have to understand. It was. It was. It was less than what they were living in. They were living in a million dollar house. Right. It wasn't the gated community. However, it was not. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't the projects neither. It was Hillcrest. So if we live in Southeast, she was living in Hillcrest, Absolutely. and then we go to the rec center. Hillcrest is really nice. I cannot wait to get. To a give house. you guys to give you guys some context. Here's what I'm saying. If he if he lived in the south side of Seattle, he lived in Beacon Hill. His grandmother lived in Beacon Hill, 
but he went to go play at Rainer Beach Community Center. And if he and if he grew up in Southeast, that mean out. Well, we don't even have the nicest houses in Southeast. But, so let's just say that to give you guys a good example, T.I. and them live in Bethesda, which is the richest part of Washington, D.C., or the suburbs. So the grandmother would have lived in like, like you said, Hillcrest. Yeah. Hillcrest area. You know, something like that, which is... Yeah, but, then he's the, but he's going to Turner to go play basketball. You yeah, know what I'm so, yeah, so I mean, he going to like little rough parts the, the hoop, but he not staying there. So I mean, no, I, I you're not, and you, and then you get and your parents pick you up and take you back to Bethesda. The reason why I still work out, the reason why I'm still like um, health savvy and things like that, because I'm waiting for my son. I'm waiting for my son at 12 years old to act like king, so I can crush him. So I'm looking to put him, I'm looking to say, okay, son, you calling dad all these names and you doing all this stuff. Okay, let's close the door and let's handle that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'm I'm outside with the men on a regular basis. My my son will never be built to be outside. Right. A lot of these guys that's trying to be hard and trying to do these things, you don't want to do this. You saying you want to do it, but at the end of the day, you know. It's, it's, it's not what you really want. So the CTI have a son that he's afforded everything. And I'm working with young people who want fathers. I'm working with young people that want mentors. I'm working with young people that really want to get out of the struggle. And this guy sitting up here playing around TI's son, faking like he this and faking like he that. And he not. And you his, know, I mean, his brothers don't even act like that either. His brothers are not. One thing I, I want to say too, before we get off this topic Shout out to T.I., shout out to Tiny. So what people don't understand is that there's a viral video going around. I didn't even know this. It's these young young kids singing. And these young kids are singing like a Christmas curl. I did not know it was T.I. and Tiny's daughter. Oh, you didn't know it was uh, no, so Every, listen, not some, but there's six of, there's six kids, right? That's T.I. and Tiny's. The oldest daughter, she's, her name starts with me. Yeah, she she's not Ti's um, biological daughter, but all of the children sing, dance. I mean, sing or, or play an instrument or rap. So there's uh, extremely talented. Yeah, Damani. I love. Uh, I think his name is Damani. One plays the guitar. The other one is like a conscious rapper, and he's and, really and, good. And this is my problem with King. Right, King might be the most talented. Like, like to be honest, King is a King Cole. Like, Lil King can rap. He could do a lot of stuff, but he's such, he's just, oh, I can't really say it on the show, but he is what real, he's what real guys hate. Like, he's, he's a, mm, he's what we call a Merlin Bama. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, we hate it because it's like, Slim, you don't got to do that. Be yourself. Yeah. Like we know who you are. We can see who you are. Just relax. It's oozing out of you. And you know, listen, we'll we'll wrap this one up with a bow. I do appreciate T.I. coming out with a statement being like, listen, this is between me and my son. And I don't care what y'all talking about on this Internet, but y'all not about to bully my son. And I appreciate that because he's coming in defense of his son because he's already rep- we we clearly see that Tip is reprimanding him at home. And there are other videos where King is like, I know he was like, I know T.I.P. going to have something to say. So 
T.I. is not holding his tongue to a son. Like he is constantly saying something to this young man and getting him all together. But we'll digress on that topic because I want to save the last 15 minutes for what y'all came here to listen to. And we might as well go ahead and get all the way. What are we on? Listen, you think I wasn't on host this show and not talk about Diddy? Oh man, that's a sadly, sadly mistaken. Surviving Diddy. I heard Diddy a super freak too, though. I'm I'm gonna break it all the way down for you. Uh, Diddy goes ahead and steps down as chairman of Revolt TV. This is what Revolt went ahead and posted on their Instagram. Uh, they posted a statement saying Sean Combs has stepped down from his position as chairman of Revolt, while Mr. Combs has previous has previously had no operational or day to day role in the business. The decision to help ensure that revolt remains steadfastly focused on our mission to create meaningful content for the culture and amplify the voices of all black people throughout this country and the african diaspora our focus has always been one that reflects our commitment to the collective journey of revolt one that is not only driven one that is not one that is not driven by any individual but by the shared efforts and values of our entire team on behalf of advancing elevating and champion our culture and that shall continue listen honey revolt said Mm-mm, because i don't know about you but i read the 35 page document you read it yes i did and i sent it to you to read so you can dive deep because listen honey this is why people are running away like flies on away from so, so hold on so hold on so hold on so hold on so I'm about to be real messy, right? So I'm I'm gonna talk about the rumors. So I am Team Diddy. I like Diddy. However, I I do understand this host. Like they went extra crazy with R. Kelly. This whole surviving in person, right? But so this is the thing, right? Diddy is the person that comes to the table with everything. So there is no. I don't want to say there is no Cassie without Diddy because Cassie is a. There is no there what there was no Cassie without Diddy. Okay, so I mean there is no Kim Porter. So I I mean I'm just I'm just trying to keep it real without being disrespectful to women that do have a craft. Oh no no no! Listen, Cassie admits to that. But so so this is my thing, right? So my thing is this: Why is it fair for a woman to be able to break up with a guy, go live her life with somebody else, and say? You know what? I want a piece of what you work for your whole life. Oh no, 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 honey! Listen, no, you, you no. gotta dig into this. You no, gotta. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna dig into this, but this, this is my thing, right? Cassie was with Diddy because he was the man. She was with Diddy because he was someone who was sought after. He was rich. He was all these different things. Why is it fair for a woman to break up with a guy five or six years later and come back and say, you know what, you? I need money from you for emotional damages or whatever the case may be. Like, let's like before we get into this, before we get into anything, I just want to say what what's the real issue here other than money? Why did she come back five, six years later to say anything to Diddy at this point now? where there has been no communication? She's been married. She's had her whole life, this whole thing going on. Why? Because if Diddy wasn't rich, would she be reaching out to Diddy? 
If, well, I can answer all those questions for you. The first one is if Diddy wasn't rich. Would she be doing this? If Diddy wasn't rich, she 90% would not have been involved in this situation. Diddy wouldn't have been able to get away with any of this stuff had he not been this rich and this uber powerful. Absolutely. And now your question is, why does she wait so long? Well, if she waited so long because there is now a law uh, that came into play called the Adult Survivors Act, which is why you're seeing all these sexual assault cases specifically being specifically in New York, right? Specifically in New York, and it's mm-hmm. a, a piece of legislation that came out by Governor Kathy Hochul, and they, she signed this act, and it's created to, to be a one-year look-back window for survivors of sexual assault that occurred when they were over the age of 18. So now there's this window. It's saying I give, I'm giving you guys this one year to file lawsuits to 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 say listen any sexual assault if you're a sexual assault victim there is no um jurisdiction on time you can come in this window which is why you're seeing so many women so um, triggered by this though like well here's the thing you can be triggered all you want you can be triggered all you want sexual abuse to someone listen it, it, it wait till you get into this because i initially felt like Dang, why are people coming after Diddy? But when you read this affidavit, when you read this lawsuit. No, 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 I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Diddy treated her like a slut. He made her get her breast implants. He told her to, no, to get on the floor and, and bark like a dog. He told her to do all these things, right? But she was willing to do everything he said. No, she she's not. But here's the thing. Here's where you're wrong. And here's okay. here's the biggest piece that you're missing. She didn't have an opportunity because every single time she tried to leave, his people found her and brought her back. She tried. Well, you listen. What are you about to do? What and let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because I well, because I'm well read. Because yeah. I'm well read. Okay. And go I ahead. can tell you why. You can get so involved with someone this powerful that you are powerless. If this person is your boss, they control your career. They have been they have been grooming you since you have been 19 years old. This person is 20 years your senior. They're the most powerful person in your life. They control your personal life, your professional life. They control everything about you. How is it that you're going to be able to move away and out of this relationship? This is why you see women in mm-hmm. so many abusive relationships for so long because they don't have access to leave. Every single thing about her is controlled by him. Her apartments owned and, and curated by him. Her cars owned and curated by him. What professional career did Cassie have? No. She didn't have one because she wasn't allowed to have one. If no. he wanted her to have something, she could have no. it. No. Yeah, this is this is the cycle of abuse, whether you agree with it or not. But this is this is uh, true. This is the cycle of abuse. Could she get away? She tried to on a number of occasions. And guess no. what? Every, no. Yes, yes no. she did. No. Yes, no. she did. And there oh, is actually no. paperwork that shows that she filed it. She no. went and tried. Yes, she no. did. How did, she finally, how did she finally get away? How did she finally get away? She finally got away because her mother called the police on Diddy uh-huh. and they filed a domestic um, and she filed a what, domestic complaint. What, 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 complaint caused, what caused her mom to, to do that? She finally sh- told her mom what was going on. She oh, ran to her mom's house. She finally got to a point where she said, you know what? I no longer want Diddy. I am no longer allowing this guy to control me. I'm no longer allowing this guy to abuse me. I'm no longer allowing any of these things. She got to a point where she said, you know what? Enough is enough. 
Yeah. Everyone that has control of their life. Which but if you, if I agree with that. But if you are. Let me finish for one second. Which means that prior to all those things in which I can agree with you, because we use this word abuse too loosely. Women allow themselves to be in these situations because they feel safe. She wanted to be that's in this situation. It's absolutely true. No, that's not true. Don't you feel abused to the point where they no, can't people, Women stay in relationships because they stay in abusive relationships because they don't feel safe. What? They don't feel safe to leave. That's a fact. I watched it in my own household. A uh, man can kick, abuse, rape you, do all these things, and you can be that afraid to leave. Okay, so what happens when that person actually leaves? They get to a point where they say, I don't care about life, death, anything. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, but, that, but this is the thing. That doesn't happen overnight. What happens is if you look at statistics, uh, um, a woman who is in a domestic abuse relationship it takes her seven times to leave. Why do you think people go back to their abusers? I mean, this is fact. This is statistics. So even though you have an opinion on the matter, it doesn't matter. Your opinion is wrong. Like fact is fact. You you can you see it historically. A woman can be in a relationship with a man who's abusive, controlling, who beats her up, who does all of these things for her. And if she is too scared to leave, she won't leave. Or guess what? Sometimes she'll even go back. Yeah. Because and, they don't because this is the and, thing. And who was that on? Who was that on when she goes back? It's on her. It is on her. And guess what? She has to take When are we going to have women take responsibility for them putting themselves in situations, being in situations, being old enough to understand these situations, and staying in these situations for gain? So, but when, but this is situations for gain. If Diddy was poor, if Diddy didn't have shit, she would never be in these in these relationships. And guess what? There's there's millions of poor women and poor men that are in abusive relationships. So no, why no, there's millions of poor women that have less than the guy that's abusing them that stay in these relationships. And then how do you leave? You you don't leave because you don't have nothing. No, you don't you don't leave because you have nothing. And then you yeah, don't. Leave. So who fault is that? It's not the guys. Yes, it is. It's 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 the abuser's fault because no, if you're an abuser. No, no. Yes, it is. I, and I hope people back you. I can never agree with that. Crazy. I can never agree with that part. You, you don't have to agree with it, but it's fact. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is, if somebody is controlling you and manipulating you at all costs, mm -hmm. how do you feel? Like, how do you overcome that? At some point, you eventually do overcome that, right? And you do find their courage to leave and you build back your support sometimes, system. Not the all the time, sometimes. No, uh, no, some people actually get murdered and they don't have, they can't speak up and, and, and their abusers kill them. But what I'm saying well, is... Diddy is not that. Like, we not... You don't know what Diddy is. Diddy has never... You don't, Diddy. You don't know what Diddy is. But no, this, this know who does know Diddy Diddy has never killed Diddy one of his girls Diddy. that he's been abusing. So we but can't kill Diddy. Cassie knows Diddy and what she alleges is that and not only does she allege it, but she's confirming that or the secure some of the security is also coming out and saying, yeah, he did used to beat her up and there was nothing we could do about it. I agree. I agree that that. So here's the thing. Where where's all your energy to say that he shouldn't put his hands on her? I don't know what happened in those situations. Oh, now you don't know I, what happened. Okay, so but here's my, the thing. My thing is a woman a woman doesn't stay with a man that's not that's not financially stable. Women stay with men that's that are stable that way because 
It's something that they get out of it. Yeah, he's whooping her, but she still goes on lavish trips. Yeah, he's he's forcing her to do all these things, but everything she has is paid. So there's- all of that is also a part of the cycle of abuse. Like, don't don't you, that's, that's still you all a part of abuse. That's all a part of abuse and manipulation. Uh, but you can't counter the abuse and come come back years later and say that I need money for the abuse that you gave me during this time I was in a relationship. Well, essentially you can because there is a law that was passed by Governor Kathy Hosher that says... Which is bullshit. But but it was passed. And guess what? There's been over 3,000 people that came out since this law came out. There'll be be 100 more thousand come out because people love money. It's going to be 100,000 more people come out because people love money. If you yelled at a girl, if you mistreated her, if you got in an argument and said F you, if there was ever a physical altercation, everyone's coming out. Well, everyone's guess what? Coming out. Guess what? Diddy is essentially going to lose everything he has. Yeah, um, so, so how fair is that that somebody has worked their ass off their entire life for someone who has less than to take from that person? Like I that's you, you should be you, you shouldn't manipulate and, and abuse people and, it's and not manipulate women allow themselves to be manipulated. Women know them women in. are smarter than men. They allow themselves to be manipulated so that they can be taken care of. I'm no, not that's not true. There are also men that manipulate women and control them because that is their fetish. That is what they like to do. Very true. Women and you gotta have a willing participant to do you have to have a willing participant to do that. But if you're That's manipulated and brainwashed, you're not a willing participant. Yeah, no woman is. No woman is. No woman is brainwashed. I, 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 I encourage you to read. I encourage no, you to read. Awesome I don't agree with that. Too. A woman. That's a what? woman acts dumb so that they can. So that they can. So that, so that that can happen. Women no. are stupid. She is phenomenal. She's smart. She had a career before Diddy. Yeah, she was, she's also a survivor. And then guess what? Why did Diddy settle? Because of his image, because he he's going to lose money. He yeah. already he lost money. So guess what? He would have still lost everything, and he could have told his side no. of the story. He didn't. So settle, he didn't settle. he settled for an undisclosed amount. Yes, and he's still losing everything. Yeah, but he's not going to lose everything first. Well, I mean, he's he's he had to step down. He, lost, he lost thirty million. He'll be back. And he my, and he's and he's losing endorsements little by little. That doesn't matter. That's he'll, a big deal. He'll, he'll get all that back. So my thing is this. And and the and there's two additional women that came out and say that there's he, gonna be 50 additional women. The same thing happened to Bill Cosby. Anybody with money, <laughs> they're gonna attack. People want money. If this guy was broke, nobody'd be coming out about this. But because he has something, people women are gonna come out. You're gonna have women that he has sex with. 2000 and, and, and 90, 1996 when he was with Tupac. So what you're saying is, is you don't believe anything Cassie said. Absolutely, I believe what she said, but do she deserve 40 million for riding a coattail? Hell no. So what, got, what do you she think she deserves? She got think? her payment the 10 years she was with him when she was a kept woman. She got her payment. Oh, you think she was a kept woman? It's no question she was a cat woman. So, this, so being sexual. There is, there is nothing more true. There's nothing more true in this case than her being a cat woman. There's so, nothing more true. So to be in order to be have the privilege of being a kept woman in Diddy's life, you have to. Uh, face no, no woman, no woman should have to go through the abuse. But what I'm saying is there are real things that happen. So do you condemn people. Diddy for uh, for physically abusing her? 
I don't, I condemn him because I, I don't know everything that went on. But, but do I, you believe that, that he physically abused her? I don't know. I'm not going to say I do or don't believe that. What I will say is that. But I then how like, do you believe Cassie if you don't believe that he did that? I don't be, because I feel like everything is going to be exaggerated. What I do believe is that Diddy is controlling. I do believe he had a fetish. I do believe he made her do things against her will. However, I do believe that. Do she, that. What, I believe that every woman will willingly allow a man to do any kind of crazy thing to them if they're rich. And, and do you condemn? Do you condemn that? I don't. I, I'm not condemning that because it's a it's an ongoing cycle. If a man is broke, a woman is got is not going to allow a man to oppress him. So, but then why do, why does that happen in broke relationships? It doesn't happen in broke relationships. It, it happens, happens all the time. Diddy is a one percent. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me talk. It happens when women have less than the guy. Now, both of them can be broke. But the women can have less than what that well, man. A man doesn't have control unless he has uh, unless he has more money than the woman. Not really true. Yeah, that's that's exactly true. what you're saying. If if I have more money than you and I'm the leading financial source in the in the relationship, what power could you possibly have over me? But that's levels to a woman making. 70,000, the guy making 45,000. No, we're talking about if I make 70 million and you make 1 million. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's not staying in that. Exactly. That's that's my point. So if Diddy, if Diddy is a billionaire, and we're going to wrap it up, but if Diddy is a billionaire and Cassie has nothing, then she's going to continue to go through this because he has the bag. And here's the thing. What about a woman who is in a relationship with a man who is a maybe a housewife and the, the husband makes 250000 a year mm-hmm. and, and it's the same circumstances. He's controlling. Every man and woman are going to, whoever controls the bad controls the circumstances. This and but, and you don't think and you don't think there's anything wrong with that. It doesn't matter. A person can 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 separate themselves from that situation. They don't do it because every person has greed and love money. But did she separate herself from this? Absolutely this? not. Not for she 15 did. years. She stayed for 15 years, Lucy. She didn't stay for 15 years. How many years did she stay with Diddy? I don't know. But I can't exaggerate the 15 years. Yeah, but it was at least 10. It was, it was 10. I think it was 10. I think it was 10. She I think was, was with him through, through the whole J-Lo and everything. She she decided to be a side girl. She decided to be anything that Diddy needed because he was rich and popular. But do you, but this is the thing. A lot of powerful men are abusive and controlling. Yes, very true. And a lot of women. You don't can, but you don't condemn that behavior for men. I, I, I My thing is, I'm not that way, but I understand that women... But, but do you condemn that behavior of men? Like if you are in a room with powerful men and you see that they're controlling, manipulative and abusive and because they have this financial and um, like powerful status, do you are you encouraged? Are you one of the people to encourage that behavior? I will never you- encourage that because it's not my character. So I condemn that behavior at all costs. Okay. But it doesn't mean that I don't understand it. It's okay to understand. That's not my question. My question is not whether or not you understand. I just want the audience to know whether or not you, if that is. No, no, no. I 100% condemn it, but I'm not going to sit here and and say, oh my God, I condemn this behavior because I see women. Women are gold diggers naturally. It doesn't matter. They are going to be in situations where they can be taken care of. That's not a gold digger. It is a gold digger because if you want to allow yourself to go through abuse, 
only that so that you could be taken care but of. But you can't say all women are gold diggers. So am I a gold digger? I don't know. You could be, depending on what your circumstances is. If your significant no. other had five hundred million dollars, no, you like stop. No, because you're generalizing it now. No, like, no, I'm not generalizing. When I'm telling you, this is a real scenario. If your significant other had five hundred million dollars, you might let him slap your ass and not say nothing because yeah, you understand that, that, that he that's not the question. That's you not understand the that he gives you an allowance of, of a million dollars a month. You're not willing to let these things go because of your abuse. And Cassie was not, she did not allow these things to go because of her abuse. She wanted her allowance. She wanted her car. She wanted her career. She and why did she give it back? Because after 10 years of getting her ass smacked around, she said enough is enough. And then moved on. Yes. And then said, now I'm going to come back and hammer your ass for damages. So well, what damages? <laughs> What damage is she wasn't in the gym? She wasn't in the gym while he was shooting. Then so why did he, he if he wasn't, then why did he thank her during his lifetime achievement award when he said you were with me during my darkest times and I because appreciate Because he was it. having sex with her at the time. It's no, 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 no. You know, it, listen, you don't want to argue facts, but what I'm saying is is you don't mention somebody. He she was just as pivotal in his life as she was in his. And you don't, I don't think I don't you don't thank your ex in a lifetime achievement award and, and, and then say, and Cassie, by the way, I want to thank you specifically because you are with me during some of my darkest times. You don't thank someone during that moment, a huge that's, moment, that's, like that, a lifetime achievement award, if they didn't do anything. For I don't you. agree with that at all. For a woman yeah. to be your support system at that time, that's fine. But did he got rich? That's with not what he said. Did he got rich with Biggie? Like we ain't we ain't about to say Cassie is the most insignificant part of his if it's coming up. If anything, he came up with, with the popularity of J Lo. But did he been up? He didn't. Cassie is a great woman and everything like that. But he kept Cassie as, in the dark as his side girl. Like Cassie wasn't somebody that he that he put in the limelight like, like a J Lo or anybody else. Yeah, Not because he was, he was, she was her boss and she was also a young girl and he was in a relationship with Kim Porter. So how could he? Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying to you. Like at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's like, I, I feel like he did a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? That was wrong with her or whatever the case may be. I don't know all the facts, but what I'm saying is she stayed in that situation because she was a kept girl. Every kept girl is going to turn they turn a face or turn a blind eye to a lot of stuff going on with that man because they will not allow their kept life to be taken from them. All right. Well, we're over time. So we're going to finish there. I think you have one. You have one comment of someone. Well, what did say? You. Esther. You know, that, that woman stay with that abusive man. She could. Esther. That's what I'm trying to say, Esther. At the end of the day, who is you, Esther Fars? I love you. And what Burke say? I read the the company settle and will result in him losing his portions. My thing is, and I'm gonna say this before I leave. Okay, we we're out of time. We don't have any we're more out time. Of time. All right, y'all. We had a good time this week. <laughs> we surviving Diddy. I'm surviving Diddy. Diddy, I'm mad at you, but I still understand what you're going through. Surviving Diddy. If you want to find me, you can find me at all platforms at Rado 007, even Gmail Rado 007. That's Instagram, TikTok. Um, Facebook, whatever you name it, man. Rado 007. I love y'all. Peace.
All right, y'all. And I'm Jules Jesse. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Treasure of J-U-L-E-S and even TikTok. I'm posting a few things on there too. Treasure of Jules J-U-L-E-S on TikTok. Pull up, follow me, pull up in my my uh, my messages, my DMs. Let me know what you want to talk about next week. Send me some videos. What is on the menu? We want to talk about it. We'll be back next Thursday, same time, same place. Until then, stay peaceful. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.